0: This week in The Multiverse. Hey, Mr. Krampus. uh, I'm S.G. Wilson. Thanks for coming. I'm the one who contacted you about the interview.
1: Affirmative. Is this for some sort of pamphlet or broadsheet? Or was it a radio play?
0: Perhaps... Right, is This Week in the Multiverse, a podcast about parallel Earths. You know, places like Earth 476, where Sant Reindeer is a reindeer who took over Santa's operation and makes the elves fly her around. Or Earth 102, where Santa's known as Santa, a colony of ants that delivers toys to children through a vast network of underground ant tunnels and hills.
1: Yes, I am familiar with... With various alternative Santas throughout these many Earths you speak of, they are abominations, as is every variation of Santa across all dimensions. The very notion of one Santa, let alone thousands of infinite varieties, fills me with a dread that stamps out the last embers of hope within the bleak darkness that has overtaken my soul.
0: Yeah, and that's one of the things I'm hoping to talk to you about today for our People of the Multiverse segment. So, y- you ready?
1: Am I ready? Are we ever truly prepared for anything? Is the young lion child ready to make its first kill in the unforgiving expanse of the Serengeti? Is the elderly wolf scarred and spent for my lifetime of hunting ready to put aside its demented fury and finally pass from this grim and tedious existence? Can we truly prepare for anything, the highs, the lows, the endless mundanities in between?
0: Right. So, well, I'm curious about your role as one of the holiday immortals, as it were. On some Earths like my own, your role is to punish so-called bad children during the Yule tide, in some cases even carrying them off in a bag and assuring they'll never, never be seen again, which is of course the opposite of what Santa does—bringing gifts to children in a bag. Um, I, you know, it's led some people to think of you as kind of an anti-Santa, and I wanted to see what you thought about that.
1: I am no Santa. I resent that characterization against my character. I am not jolly. I have no bowl full of jelly, no corn cob pipe or button nose.
0: Well, wait, those last two aren't Santa things. You're confusing him with Frosty the Snowman.
1: I despise that crass and foppish parasite. His pathetic imitation of life is an obscene abomination. Disgusting.
0: Well, I wasn't trying to imply that you were Santa or a snowman. I was getting at the way... People perceive you. I understand that you were around before Christmas was even a even a thing.
1: My recollection of those days is hazy at best, like rays of sun straining in utter futility to pierce through the empty ambivalence of nature.
0: Sure, it was a while ago, but since Santa has come along, you've been lumped in with him. Uh, I mean, like it or not, you know. I, I want to know what you think about that.
1: Yes, I was there when Santa was just starting out. He was his most eager and able worker. You were an elf? I resent that crass inexorable term. I was a being of the forest, one in harmony with nature and the everlasting chaos and disruption that may be found amongst its ambivalent malice. So naturally, my mystical brethren and I were the logical choice to make plastic Barbie dolls and Nerf guns for the indolent youth of modern times.
0: Well, when you put it that way, it does sound like a
1: misuse of your talents. Indeed it was, which is why I turned to operational innovation. For instance, I designed Santa's bottomless sack of gifts.
0: Cool! So it's really bottomless, like no end to what you can put into it
1: it is as big as it needs to be i also genetically engineered the reindeer to fly
0: they didn't fly already
1: before i came along reindeer did absolutely nothing useless creatures saddled with a fiendish idiocy look into the eyes of a reindeer and you will see only the emptiest of voids they are the most terrifyingly stupid nightmarishly, witless creatures in the world. But now
0: they can fly, thanks to you.
1: That was nothing. My trans-dimensional chimney allows Santa to fold the very fabric of time and space with the ease of a house cleaner, preparing the laundry of an ungrateful child. The technology allows Santa to frequent every chimney around the world, in the course of an evening, with a few hours to spare.
0: That's how he does it.
1: But my crowning achievement was to automate the naughty slash nice list, ensuring that the massive amounts of data gathered by the the elf-on-the-shelf monitoring system were recorded and processed in real time and linked directly to the North Pole supply chain.
0: Nice. But, uh, I mean, why do you consider that exactly your crowning achievement?
1: Because it landed me a job at Amazon.
0: Really? Doing what?
1: The same role I performed at the North Pole. What is Alexa, but just another elf on the shelf eager to spy on the unwitting populace. What is free one-day delivery service, but a visit from Santa any day of the year.
0: I never thought of it that way. Thanks for making me aware, and thanks for talking to me.
1: It has been my pleasure.
0: This episode was written, produced, and edited by S.G. Wilson and Matthew Bay. Thanks to Matthew for breaking out his Werner Herzog accent to play Krampus. So if you're bored over the holidays, think up an alternate Earth and send it my way at multiverse this week at gmail.com. You can also get ideas with my world-building hacks that are on my site at sgwilson.net. While you're there, you can check out info about my book, Me vs. the Multiverse, please to Meet Me, and its upcoming sequel, Me vs. the Multiverse, Enough About Me. You can also find videos there and past episodes of the show and other stuff. Otherwise, see you next time. This is S.G. Wilson reminding you to go out there and have fun in the multiverse. And remember, this holiday season... Don't be a Krampus.